be bold and be brave and just go for it. As photographers, we are always looking for powerful images that, that will hold time in place, that will draw people in and symbolize something universal, something shared, something emotional. Everybody needs to see what's going on everywhere. Pictures just stand out. This is how we remember. Insights, kits, and the conversations that matter with the world's leading photographers and filmmakers in Shutter Stories. Hello and Happy New Year. You are, of course, listening to Shutter Stories. So welcome back or welcome if you are indeed joining us for the very first time. So it's 2021. It's a new year. And I think I can speak for all of us when I say that we're all pretty glad to see the back of 2020, to see it in our rearview mirrors. It's essentially a fresh start for all of us. And in this episode, we'll be talking to a bunch of photographers who are setting their sights on making this their best year yet. Now, you may have heard us bang on about Canon ambassadors on the podcast before. You know, we may have mentioned them once or twice. <laughs> They're such an important part of the Canon brand. And Canon has welcomed its largest ever intake of new ambassadors. But you know, who are they and what do they do? Well, the Ambassador Programme was founded in 2008 to bring some of the world's best photographers and videographers together. The Ambassador Programme is growing with more than 50 new international photographers and videographers joining this 12-year strong initiative. And on today's show, we'll meet some of them to find out their goals for the new year. But before that, I'm talking to a familiar voice that you guys uh, might remember from the podcast, Joao Santos. Now, Joao is a travel photographer and filmmaker, as well as an established Canon ambassador. So he's a Canon veteran, if you will. So I don't doubt for a second that he's got a lot to say about the program, you know, and how it's helped him over the years, um, as well as what the new ambassadors have got in store and what they can look forward to. So first things first, Joao, hey, how's it going? Hello, Lucy. Nice to hear you again. Ah, nice to hear you as well. Welcome back to the show. How are Thank you? Thank you. It's my pleasure, my honor to be here. It's always uh, spectacular to be able to share our passion and our insights about, you know, what moves us. So, yeah, it's really my pleasure to be here again. So I'm going to dive straight in by talking about, you know, the fact that you're a Canon ambassador. You've been in, you've been mm -hmm. in the game for a little while. What does it mean to you to, to be a Canon ambassador? Well, I've been a Canon ambassador since 2012, but but actually, you know, the story with Canon begins in the very beginning of my passion for photography and becoming a professional. So I would say it's, uh, in a way, it's easy to be an ambassador when you actually use Canon, you know, gear and so bodies and lenses and everything else since they want. So in, in a way, it's like talking about or... Or, or experiencing or testing or you know, every every task and everything that we have to do and that we do well I do it with uh, with passion and with um, you know the the perfect insights about the, the what I'm using because it's actually it's my everyday life it's using those those uh, cameras those lenses and so yeah since then it's been a great great ride because I had the chance to meet uh, uh, another extremely talented uh, photographers as well, and so, uh, well, my I'm an economist at uh, at the beginning of my you know, my life. So, and mm -hmm. from that field, what we learn is that we always you grow more when you share than what what than when you don't. So, when you are able to you know, meet all those incredible talented people and uh, also grow together with them and being able to you know also be part of the testing and the prototypes with Canon and, and you know, feeling that the Canon actually works together with us as a team, collaborating, listening to our feedbacks and then incorporating that knowledge and that, uh, you know, feedback into the products. You feel that a, a bit of yourself is actually inside everything that you use and that's an uh, incredible experience as a whole. Yeah, yeah. Well, you you sound like you know the perfect candidate. You're so passionate about what you do. You clearly use Canon kit. I don't doubt for a second that you know it like the back of your hand. But yeah. and what's it like to be able to be part of you know the the group of people that get to test this kit before everyone else? Yeah. Well, it's always great uh, when people trust you. So that's the main thing. I just feel um, really happy that people trust uh, my opinion. Photography and videography. Uh, uh, means so much to me that everything that I can give back and that in a way contributes to allow me to create better imagery, better films. Uh, mm -hmm. So 
it's really great. I love being part of the team, really. So something I get asked about a lot online is how does one get involved in the ambassador program? I'm not asking this question because I want people to bombard Canon with messages about getting involved, but it's something that people want to know. So can you just talk to me a bit about how you got involved and what was the process? Well, in my case, uh, as I've said before, I always used Canon. So when I built my first website, when I started sharing on my work, when I did my exhibitions, et cetera, et cetera, I always let people know what kind of gear I used. Eventually, I also I, I am a journalist, uh, and I was the editor in chief for a, a major photo magazine in Portugal. And of course, I had all these opportunities to you know to contact different brands, and specifically Canon. So sooner or later, uh, Canon Portugal uh, got aware of what I did. Uh, I kept always my passion, you know, running. Mm-hmm. So that's what I did after 9 p.m. You know. Uh, looking through my images, all the free time I had, and I had a nine-to-five job, actually a nine-to-nine job, but the rest of the time I would use it to go out there and take pictures. And so I, I believe that that passion and that the way I try to look at the world, the composition, the light, it got the attention of Canon Portugal in the first place. So this is uh, early 2000, so it's uh, between 2005 and 2008, more or less. And eventually that word came through to Canon Europe, and in 2012, I got an email from Canon Europe asking me if I would be, um, if I would like to be part of the ambassador program. Of course, you have to fulfill a certain uh, criteria, like mm-hmm. being able to speak several languages. Of course, use Canon, but uh, most of all, uh, I believe you have to have uh, an outstanding com- commitment to what you do. So, uh, and in my case, it was a no question. It's it's uh, it's really really my passion it's uh, what i breathe it's what i it's what i do so and i believe that message uh, got through together with uh, the work i was doing and uh, and eventually i became part of the program and it's been 9 years now it's not just about getting into the program is you keep your level up and you have always increased the, the the bar you know myself i'm a very unsatisfied person with what i do with what what i'm actually accomplished so I'm never happy. And so I always try to push the bar, not, not only visually, but technologically. Yeah. And, and so I believe that uh, up until today, Canon um, really appreciated that kind of um, way of being. And so I would recommend someone that uh, uh, is trying to apply for Canon Ambassador Program. It's not just about creating uh, nice pictures or nice footage. It's a... Uh, it's a whole skill set, uh, and mm. above all, I believe you need to be fueled by by this, um, you know, willingness to be passionate, to be uh, to be always ready to uh, raise the bar. Oh, absolutely! I think, like you mentioned, doing something outside of your day job, outside of your nine to five, when you go home and you're tired, and you still have time to commit to your passion, I think that mm-hmm. that is just a testament to how much you love what you do. Um, and I think a lot of listeners. Um, listening to the show will appreciate hearing your journey on how you got into the program because it is something that a lot of people want to get involved in so thank you mm-hmm. for sharing that it was really interesting um so what experiences have you had then um that have only happened because you're an ambassador what kind of doors has this opened up for you that, that's a hard question you know because you know m- m- most of the doors i try to open myself you know most of what yeah. i do you know so currently I'm working for all these documentaries for uh, uh, TV channel here in Portugal. You know, most of the doors, I believe that you have to open yourself. Don't expect anyone to open for you. Of course, being part of the ambassador program has opened different kinds of opportunities because I've been able to, like today, for example, being here uh, doing this podcast with you guys, it's a privilege yeah. to be able to, to, to share your experiences with a, a different audience, with a broader audience, because in the end, what profits in the end is photography and image creation. And I believe creativity in general. And I believe that, you know, as human beings, beings we benefit from whatever we create, either it's food or it's a book, either it's a photography, it's knowledge that will be passed on to the future generations it's creating a testimony of what we are living, experiencing, and we are in these pandemic situations. You know, for example, it, it's um, it's really hard reality, but it is a reality, and we must create a document of that. You know, being part of this program, being here today, you know, attending the workshops, the events that the Canon creates, 
it's very important. So I see it that way. And it's something that works both ways uh, for Canon and for me, myself. We benefit from this willingness to share. Yeah, absolutely. So it's almost like being an ambassador. It just, it's a nice compliment to what you're already, what you're already doing. It's kind of just adding to your stripes. You've already earned your stripes. You know that you're fantastic at what you do, but being a Canon ambassador is almost like a badge of honor. You know, does it feel a bit like that for you? Yeah, of course, because Canon is the, the biggest, you know, uh, in the business. Uh, so when you have a brand trusting your word, wanting to use your work, wanting to, uh, you know, having you talking on their behalf, inspiring people, you have the opportunity to make a difference. You have the opportunity yeah. to, to uh, add more meaning, meaning to what you do as a as a passion, as a job. I don't like the the, the word job, you know, because for me it's mostly passion. Uh, mm. and, but you know, it it adds up. It adds up in a very spectacular uh, way. So it's um, in, in both ways. It's a honor and a privilege to be part of the team. Yeah, yeah. So what do the new ambassadors have to look forward to with the new programme? Of course, they've already, like yourself, doing your thing well established in their field. But, you know, mm-hmm. it's going to open up different doors for them. What what can they look forward to? Well, uh, you know, Canon has this reputation of always being on top. So it's always mm. creating new technology and it's always uh, pushing the, you know, the, the, the boundaries. It's always trying to create opportunities um, for all the ambassadors to show themselves, to put out there their talent, uh, to you know, to communicate to a, a different audience that they, eventually they would do, uh, and, and so I believe those kind of opportunities will open up. But they will open if you also uh, are pushing yourself, you know, uh, to, to, to the limits and it's, uh, or beyond them. So, um, I, I believe it will be a really, really nice ride for them. I'm really yeah. happy that the, there are so many new people, uh, uh, on board on this, uh, on this program. Uh, I think all of us will benefit from this, uh, diversity, these, all these kind of uh, photography genres, uh, you know, different insights, because, um, of course, nobody wants to do what it's done already, but you always learn, uh, from example, from seeing what others do and you can create your own style and put it out there. And, and so the more you share, the more you improve yourself. And I believe, uh, Canon ambassador program is, uh, also a door and if you need one uh, need a stronger justification to improve your game you're part of such a such a diverse range of creative individuals from all different parts of the planet and you've all achieved you've all achieved so much between you you've basically got this impressive list of achievements so mm-hmm. how important is it then that the people involved in this program are from a wide range of regions ages genders you know why how, why is it so important to have such a diverse group I see home as the planet. People that are from different parts of the world, they experience different contexts. They are their creativity is is you know is not nurtured in a different type of concepts. So of course, what they will bring to us is very important because when people ask me why do you travel, why do you go to South Sudan, for example, it's an extremely dangerous country. Why go there? Why go there and document? Because mm-hmm. one of my main pursuits is happiness. What what can make me happy? What makes someone happy? And yeah. the way I achieve happiness, the strategy, is it an iPhone? Is it a can camera? What is it? You know? Uh, mm-hmm. And if you go to a different country, you learn that you can achieve happiness in a very different way. So if you have people coming from different uh, backgrounds, different regions of the world, mm. if they have uh, different up- upbringing, so to say, you know, every picture you make, every footage you create is, has always something or almost everything is about you, is, is, is a piece of you. So, of course, if, if the ambassador program is, has this kind of diversity, of course, all of us as a whole, everybody that gets in touch with the ambassador's work will have extremely high benefits from that because they will see different perspectives. They will see different kinds of creativity. And so I'm really happy uh, about this. 
Yeah, well, I think it's so important. Like like you say, you know, it's a different perspective, getting people mm-hmm. to think about things in a different way that you might not have thought about before, you know, different levels of creativity, opinions and views, and all these things help us broaden our mind and, you know, educate us almost. And I think the fact that we can all learn from different people mm-hmm. from different corners of the planet is such a wonderful thing. So I'm just, mm-hmm. I love how diverse the 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 program is I think it, it's needed different perspectives is what helps people mm-hmm. just have a fresh perspective on life um my final question for you Joel is what are your photographic goals for 2021 what's on the agenda what do you hope to achieve this year well there will be split between uh, photographic goals and filmmaking goals so it's entering the fourth and fifth season of our um, documentary series for for TV, Do, that position has been you know strengthened, and we have made a solid uh, step. Me and Magali to create even better and more engaging documentaries. So I believe the next uh, sixty plus months. Of course, although we are living this craziness, you know. Uh, but yeah. the next sixty four months will be. Um, most of the time on the road creating and we are trying to bring true stories uh, to people uh, new perspectives extreme care with the light and composition and just make this kind of uh, you know inspirational but at the same time journalistic uh, insights to everything that we do we want that everything every uh, photo and footage we create has a meaning is meaningful so uh, that's the main goal for 2021 uh, and we'll try to navigate between this craziness. We we always kept working uh, and and traveling even during these uh, these uh, these periods. Of course, with all taking care of all the precautions, it's been extremely tiresome, uh, so so different. But uh, yeah, but we managed, and um, and so that's a plan for 2021. So I'm looking forward to it. Uh, but above all, I'm looking forward to all of us uh, being safe. You know. Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, ourselves and our relatives as well. That's the most important goal. And of course, the cherry on top would be to create uh, photos and footage that inspire people. And actually, uh, I felt during this period that um, photography and documentaries were um, a unifying you know, point for people. Uh, photography and videography just bring brought people even closer together and inspired them in a very hard period which just underlines the importance of what we do yeah absolutely oh Joel, thank you so much what a lovely what a lovely sentiment to kind of end the first part of the podcast in i wish you the best of luck with your goals of 2021 i take care of yourself and um and good luck with everything and inspiring the world with your amazing imagery thank you so much lucy all the best for you and all the guys and looking forward to talking to you again. Okay, so before we move on to the next part of the podcast, let's hear from some of the other Canon ambassadors about their plans for 2021. Hi, my name is Marina Keno and I'm a Canon ambassador. My photographic goals for 2021 are first to get more involved in conservation. I'm already working on a project to bring photographic access to children and teenagers in Kenya. Because by investing in local communities, we are protecting wildlife. I'm also planning to spend more time in Africa and explore areas and species I've never photographed in the wild. Hi guys, my name is Vladimir Rees. I am a Canon ambassador and my photographic goal for 2021 is to be more creative than ever before. Hi, I'm Helen Bartlett and I'm a Canon ambassador and a family photographer. My photographic goals for 2021 is to complete my switch to shooting with two R5 mirrorless cameras and use the new RF lenses to push my creative boundaries. I'm looking forward to utilising the new autofocus features as I incorporate influences from sports photography and producing bigger and better prints. I'll be seeing families who I've photographed annually for over a decade and it's always a joy to use my creativity to produce the best possible pictures for my clients. Hi, my name is Jacob Frey. I am Canon ambassador and my photographic goal for 2021 definitely it is to start working on a book of custom motorcycles culture here in Czech Republic. Hi, my name is Aline Deschamps and I'm a Canon ambassador. My photographic goal for 2021 is to continue the work that I have done with migrant domestic workers in Lebanon. Um, but I also want to document their integration in Sierra Leone. 
I think that working on long-term projects can allow me to get out of my comfort zone and explore more of uh, filmmaking and try new artistic projects. Hello everyone, my name is Lukas Kwiat and I am a Canon ambassador. My photographic goal for 2021 is to keep improving my skills and completing projects that I couldn't do this year. I'm a football photographer, so UEFA Euro will be the most important event for me. I hope it will take place and I will be able to photograph this tournament. Okay, so now it's time to meet some of the new recruits. So joining us today to talk about their goals for the new year and being part of the Canon Ambassador Programme, we have fashion photographer and visual artist Elishka Sky. We have acclaimed wildlife photographer P. Ertz and prize-winning documentary photographer Laura L. Tantui. Hey, guys. Hello, hello. Hi, Lucy. Hey, hey, welcome to the show. How are you? Good. Thanks for having us. Well, it's an absolute pleasure to be talking to you guys. And how exciting you're the new recruits. How does it feel? Amazing. I think it's a great um, opportunity. And I'm definitely really happy to be part of the Canon family. Same for me. Really honored. Yes, 100% agree with the, with the ladies in this one. Yeah, well, what a great start. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so after my chat with Joelle, I want to start by asking you guys what it means to you to be a Canon ambassador. You know, as Joel mentioned, this is quite the honor. You know, you guys have been hand-selected based on your expertise, your passion, your experiences, and how you've been basically living your professional lives. It's a, it's a really honorable thing to, to be hand-picked and chosen. So what does it mean to you guys to be welcomed into the inner circle? Elishka, let's start with you. I've been working with the Canon equipment for like 12 years. So my first camera was Canon. And yeah, yeah, I was uh, first collaborating with the Czech branch of Canon and they somehow really liked my work, (laughs) which I'm really Mm -hmm. proud of. And they said it for the international or the European Canon uh, ambassadorship. Uh, So it's a it's a big honor because I feel like it's uh, kind of a, the recognition of of my work and it means that yeah. uh, there is something inspiring or exciting for other people. So I find it really, um, yeah, really like I'm very proud basically. Yeah, it really is such a it really is such a big thing to be to be appreciated for your work, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. It's, yeah. it's just. And not many, you know, not everyone sadly gets the recognition that they deserve for the for the work they put out there. So it must feel so good for you to actually get that recognition, right? Absolutely. And I also feel that uh, my work suddenly can uh, be visible by, you know, by other people, by people in the uh, photography and art industry. And that's uh, always, uh, you know, great feeling that you have yeah. somebody to share it with and you can inspire them uh, with your creations. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. P, what about you? How does it feel to be part of the ambassador program? Well, couldn't couldn't agree more with Eliska. I mean, I think it's uh, one of the best platforms on the planet to be able to be represented by the number one camera brand in the world, I would say. I mean, when I go back in time, I grew up with Canon as well. I started with analog cameras and made slowly the transition into digital. My dad was a Canon photographer, so we had a little dark room at home. We were developing our own images. So as long as I can remember, I've been working with Canon equipment and now like yeah. 15 years, 20 years, fast forward in time, I'm, I still am. So it's, it's, it feels like an extension to my body. As soon as I grab one of the cameras and I enter a scene, it feels so natural. So it's, yeah. it's like having these people believe in what you do and what you stand for is an incredible feeling. Yeah, of course. Oh my God, I can imagine. And um, Laura, what about you? How does it feel for you to be part of the inner circle? <laughs> yeah, I mean, definitely. I'm going to echo a lot of what Elishka and Paige just said. So I'm going to join the chorus in basically saying for me personally, as a documentary photographer focusing on social and environmental issues, I see it as an incredible mm. opportunity for me to continue the narrative around my images and allow a larger part of a of an audience or viewers to engage with the imagery. So for me, that's, you know, I'm incredibly proud of that. And I think it's a great opportunity in that sense. And I think also from the other side, as, you know, people who are potential Canon users or people who are interested in cameras can kind of view my images and everybody's images here on this podcast as an opportunity to see the potential of what you can do with the tool that is a camera that it's not, you know, the tool is important, but it's also about your particular view of the world and Mm -hmm. how you choose to shine the light on it. 
So I, I kind of see it from both perspectives. And yeah, I'm incredibly proud to be part of, of this opportunity. I love that, giving your view on the world and how you choose to shine a light on it. And what I think is really nice as well, that you guys have been on such an incredible journey to get here and a, and a canon journey as well. You know, you're so au fait with the kit. And to the fact that years later, this big brand that you've grown up with is now working with you. I mean, that's amazing. Yeah, I think some of the best opportunities are when they just come out of left field, when you don't expect it. It's, you're not expecting it to pop up. And then all of a sudden, this incredible thing happens and you, you, you're taking the next chapter in your career. I think that's awesome. Well, it's, I think it works both ways. I mean, I've been building a relationship with the Dutch Canon team for years and years. And it feels good mm. that we can take it to the next level. In fact, I was actually saying goodbye to them. Like, oh, my God, I'm not leaving. <laughs> it's like I'm going I'm, I'm just representing Canon Europe, but I definitely will stay in touch with you guys. So that, and that's yes. exactly how I feel. I've always been feeling part of the, of the Dutch Canon family. And now it's stepping into a bigger stage, which is like, the most the most beautiful thing that could happen yeah yeah and as guys who have you know been playing around with this kit using this kit know the ins and outs of it what has it been like for you guys watching the technology change you know from back in the day to to now because we've come quite a long way when it comes to the sophistication of just what a camera can achieve I think highlighted by the last batch of amazing cameras that Canon announced last year so what's it been like for you on that that kind of trajectory I mean it's it's going fast the last, especially the last few years. And I've been joking uh, in the last two years that I'm very much of a traditional viewfinder photographer. I could never see myself making a step into mirrorless. But here mm-hmm. I am. Here I am. Uh, I got an R5 on loan in my last trip to Kenya uh, two months ago, and I'm completely hooked. So I'm now transitioning completely into a mirrorless system, which means I'm going to be working. I'm going to be working with R with an R5 system, changing the lenses, changing the bodies which is still, I'm still letting it sink in because I've been working like 100% viewfinder for the last yeah, yeah. 12, 15 years, like full dedication, never going to never gonna change. So I think that, that says a lot about uh, the power of the transition we're, curr- we're currently experiencing. I think the speed of change is very, very fast. And when I'm in, everybody can go. <laughs> yeah, I love that. You are not the first person to tell me that you work a certain way and you never thought you'd go outside the box or your comfort zone because you thought, why would I? I've been, you know, I've honed this this kind of photography or filming. I know exactly. what I'm doing. And then along comes a bit of kit and it completely recalibrates the way yeah. you think. I think that's so incredible. And I think it speaks volumes about a bit of kit that encourages you to just work a little bit differently. Maybe it's more efficiently or just achieving a different kind of shot to what you're used to. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think for me, the technological progress has just made photography or the tool itself so much more liberating and just opens mm-hmm. up so the possibilities of what you could do as a photographer. So for me, I'm really keen on photographing on very low light at night times when, you know, a lot of the equipment back then when I was starting out wasn't really making it possible. So I think for me, it just opens up so much more potential. And I think that also um, is exciting for me because it inspires so many more stories uh, when you know that the yeah. camera is so malleable and flexible that the potential is just you know the impossible becomes possible yeah and I think what's good about it is what well, keeps you guys on your toes can't get too complacent you know it's like something around the corner it's going to test you or make you switch up the way you work and I think that's always great I think in any professional capacity something that just constantly keeps you thinking keeps your mind turning you know yeah, for me, that uh, what, what's also a great feature is the video, uh, because I think nowadays, uh, especially in the fashion field, the video is such an important tool um, together with photography. So uh, the fact that I can take a camera and I can record something on it is, is a big um, improvement uh, since the start. And especially the quality of the uh, of the footages and the resolution is another mm. uh, thing which is incredible for me. Let's talk about your photographic goals, guys. What I know, last year, you know, as we talked to Joel, you know, it was a little bit debilitating for a lot of us. We couldn't necessarily achieve the things we wanted to achieve. And even though you could still do work, some people sadly weren't able to do that. This year, it's all about coming back bigger, stronger, getting back out there on the front line. So what are your photographic or creative goals for the new year? I think for me personally, um, I feel like, yeah, for me this year with everything that's been happening with the pandemic, I just kind of chose to use it as more of a meditative year for me to just not really be totally stressed about work and just 
use it for personal growth. And I think for sure, exactly as you just said, Lucy, starting the new year, I just want to dive into projects that I've been thinking about or continue projects that I've been developing and just approach them with full on energy. So for me, just keeping that energy. Yeah. Using all that energy that's been preserved this year to put it into the projects I've been working on. Oh, definitely. I guess it just really feeds that hunger, doesn't it? It's just like, you just really want to get back out there. It's like someone's been holding you back. And the minute those barriers open, you're like, you're off and you can do what you love and what you've been honing for all these years and get back to doing what you do best, basically. So can you talk about any of the projects that you've got lined up um, for the new year? Yeah, for sure. So one of the projects I've been working on for about 10 years, well, going on 10 years off and on, is a big project I've been doing around uh, the impact of climate change on farming communities Mm. around the world. Mm -hmm. So I photographed in India, in Egypt, in my own grandfather's village in Ireland, so different countries. And the last chapter is photographing in the U.S., looking at mental health health issues among farmers there. So it's going to be a book eventually. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, that's you're talking about two incredibly topical things at the moment, really at the front, front line of the agenda, climate change, mental health. So, and it sounds like a hefty project, 10 years. Wow. I bet you uh, can't wait <laughs> to the culmination of it just all comes to fruition. Yeah, absolutely. It's just been, been taking shape over so many years. And you're right, you know, I just can't wait to kind of reach that final long stretch and just get it going and see how it's going to look in a book. I really look forward to checking it out when you've finally completed your amazing challenge. Um, Elishka, what about you? Um, what have you got? <laughs> Plenty ready. Um, uh, as Laura said, uh, you know, I've been uh, working on a lot of projects, but I couldn't execute all of them. Obviously, the traveling was uh, something which had to be compromised and I couldn't, yeah. you know, travel as much as I would like to uh, for for the work. Um but I have to say 2020 was still a lucky year for me. I did quite a lot of um, exciting work. But now with 2021, let's let's hope for for better and for more successful year. So um, considering the specific projects, uh, I'm working on one long-term project as well. Um, it's more focused on body uh, positivity and uh, it's called Women Heroes. Uh, so I'm planning to finish this project and potentially create a book Um, I'm planning an exhibition as well and a second uh, big project uh, is a new thing (laughs) so that's something which is still in progress Uh, Mm. it's going to be also um, you know targeting sustainability uh, ecological consciousness because I use fashion and art to promote these topics so it's mainly the body positivity uh, diversity and the second topic is the sustainability so I try to mm-hmm. um, you know use fashion and art to promote these themes or or speak about them so I have two projects to to work on this year and then on top of that obviously commercial work and and fashion editorial work as well yeah well like like I just said to Laura you know you're really you're handling two subject matters that are just such big talking points at the moment I mean yeah. um, body positivity that is something that is something that that you know has a place in my heart as well we did a podcast last last year and spoke to a couple of photographers about that who are on the front line out there trying to raise awareness on the body body positivity movement I think it's it's just so important I don't know if if you've noticed recently Vogue um, has been doing a lot of this on their front covers body positivity using models that aren't your typical clothes horses and it's just been it's been so refreshing to see so the fact that you're yet another person who's pushing this agenda I just I think that's so amazing and then of course sustainability which is really important after the last year that we've had Um, I think it's a, it's one of the most important things because I believe that even the let's say coronavirus has the source in the global warming because the you know the animals are moving towards from the warm climates to mm-hmm. different parts and uh, that brings the opportunity opportunity for um, you know the new diseases to be transformed so I think it's still for me like number one issue we yeah. have to, uh, we have to talk about yeah and it's it's about raising that awareness because you obviously are enveloped you're enveloped in this there are a lot of people that aren't aware that this is going on so it's great that you're in a position to be able to tell that story I think 
Thank you. Yeah. I, yeah. I hope it's going to bring the awareness. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Oh, well, I wish you the best of luck for all your projects as well. Okay. And last and definitely not least, P, what's uh, your goals for the new year? Talk to us. Well, 2020 has been, in fact, been put on pause immediately in March. So I lost like an, a full year of income uh, within the first two, three weeks of this oh, global no. outbreak. Mm-hmm. So what happens is 2021 is not only about the 2021 projects, but also about 2020 being postponed into the next year. So it will be busy for sure, I hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think if there's one thing 2020 has taught us, and me, well, me, in, me in particular, is that we are perhaps more connected to each other than we think. And being a wildlife photographer, I feel it's vital that we should give more back to the planet. So maybe not, yeah. maybe not only as a wildlife photographer, but just as a, as a human being. So... What I did in 2020 is to, to start m- making a first baby step into fundraising, start encouraging other people to do the same. So we've built a few models, which we're going to further uh, uh, promote in 2021, which are all about giving back to nature, like mm-hmm. bringing people together, bringing photographers together, raising funds and distributing the funds to the people that really need it around the planet. So that's like one big goal for 2021 to, I yeah, mean, my yeah. business model for the last 10 years has been nature. So it, I feel it's my... 100% my responsibility to give more back rather than uh, than take. So that's like, yeah, that's yeah. number one goal for uh, for the next year. And then there is lots and lots and lots of ideas. I mean, I'm working on a few books on different topics. Uh, can't release too many details yet. <laughs> uh, but I hope that uh, everything that, that has been put on pause this year uh, will in some way come back in the next years to come. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think it's one of those, it, obviously, you you are not the only one whose career, life and, you know, financial income has been put on hold. But it seems you're, you're, you're so positive about what you hope to achieve and just giving back, I think. And, you know, like you say, helping others and doing fundraising and making and letting people know that they're not alone and that you, we're all in this together. Like you said, we're all connected. Um, I think that's a really nice sentiment. Well, I mean, surviving the last few months has been purely been based for me on gratitude. And I think that's such a powerful Mm. tool we should all use more uh, when moving forward. So that's, it's been a huge help to me personally in the last few months. And I will definitely keep using that, uh, that same vibe and energy in in the next months. Yeah, yeah. So 2021, we are going to smash it, aren't we guys? Books, projects, exhibitions, commercial work, raising awareness about all these important issues that really, really need to be at the forefront of people's minds. I hope this year is going to be just utterly fantastic for you. And so P mentioned, you know, that from March, things went a bit pear-shaped, which it did for a lot of people. So ladies, was there anything last year in particular that stuck out for you that, you know, was really that really put a pause on your work or were you able to continue doing what you were doing with in, in the same capacity? Talk to me about how you coped with what happened when we all found out what was going on last year. So I think for me, I'm just going to echo what P said. I think um, one of the things that rose to the surface for me was just how significant this idea of how we're all interconnected are. And I think that definitely as early as March or April, that was really clearly obvious to me. And the fact that this was all a shared experience So, and I think this idea that we're in it together kind of uh, suppressed a lot of the anxieties and worries and concerns that were there because I felt like we're all in it together. It's something completely out of my individual control. And I think that made the experience, I don't want to say, you know, lesser because the impact of it has, of course, been major, but I think it just, there was more a sense of solidarity and unity in it. Um, And I think for me, I just, you know, I, I've always worked some other kind of jobs on the side. I always try to keep myself busy as much as possible, but I definitely used it as a time to meditate and reflect and just think about how I could be a better person, how I could serve my community better, be a better family member, all of these things to grow as an individual and hopefully move on with next year with this in in the rear view mirror, as you said, Mm -hmm. and just go full on with it. I think it was it was such a time of reflection, wasn't it? I think we all had so much time to put things into into perspective, which is is a is a wonderful thing, me included. Obviously, none of us would have chosen to have gone down this path, but there are some definite positives to have to have come out of this. Yeah, absolutely. I I totally feel that way. I think uh, for me, the idea of, of exactly what Pia Elishka said, the the fact of our impact on on our environment, our global environment, and how we as individuals can affect that and have an impact on it. 
is something that was really quite important for me as well. Yeah, yeah. And what about you, Alishka? Have you got any thoughts on this? Yeah, I do. I mean, I what I was trying to like focus at was the positive side of things. I think when we all got stuck at home, um, I think <laughs> we got closer with our families with uh, and also with our own selves. I felt that I had time for doing stuff which I would normally wouldn't have time for so I just try to take it as a time for developing something else and working on different areas of maybe photography or art so I actually started a YouTube channel which was something I would never think about doing before yeah. uh, just because I didn't even have time for that um, so it was just another way how to how to express what I do or how to be uh, kind of excited about the work because you know, obviously it was hard mentally for everybody to suddenly be stuck at home. Um, I was yeah, in, of course. I live in London. So uh, from like March, April, we till June, uh, we had the lockdown. So nothing was going on. No photo shoots could happen. So at least I found a different ways how to keep busy. I started to make soap as well. Creative <laughs> <laughs> uh, out, outputs. And, you know, for me, that was exciting, um, exciting part about it. So uh, obviously the impact was uh, was horrible and watching the progress and, and being worried was one thing. But then uh, once I started to, um, you know, be more, alone or thinking about it more I started to also be creative in different ways mm, so yeah yeah definitely something uh something exciting on the other hand and then just the time to uh, work on planning other projects and educating myself with um, with other arts and and watching some also you know what was amazing how many different podcasts were created how many different videos and yeah instagram live like i mean there was so many instagram lives and i, I thought that was amazing like, even vogue italia doing so many interviews i know mm. so on the other hand that was like an exciting part <laughs> so uh, that's something positive about the the lockdown i guess yeah well, maybe, i definitely think so maybe we're gonna miss it who knows? Maybe you're gonna miss. <laughs> I it. think. Maybe we're gonna look, look back, mesmerizing over the quietness and the calmness of our lives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in about in about six months, you'll be like, "How are you doing?" And you're like, "Oh, I miss not being at home, having much, not much to do, and twiddling my fingers." Well, you know, like you say, Elishka, doing your YouTube channel or doing things that you wouldn't necessarily have done because you had time to do it. I think I like to call it survival mode. You know, survival mode kicked in. You still want to feed your career. You still want to be creative. So you're thinking, what can I do to still stay in the game, so to speak? You know, and that's what you've been seeing with all the Instagram lives, all the different kind of, just digital and digital interaction that's been happening online. It's gone up, so, gone up so many notches. And I think even when life does go back to normal and, you know, we're slowly getting there, I think a lot of people are going to continue to do these things because I think it's shown people that there's a, there's an audience out there that wants this information that really enjoys listening to, you know, photographers talk about something or like you say, Alishka, still doing your YouTube channel and reaching a new audience. There's, it's really cool it's really made people think outside of the box and I don't think that's a bad thing yeah like even like what I see around that a lot of people started to work from home and I think even the companies realize that they don't need to necessarily have a big offices and warehouses mm -hmm. they can maybe work remotely and I think there is something quite nice about that obviously the human contact is something uh, which which we probably all miss uh, miss yeah. in the time <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but there's something nice as well about um, you know learning that we are able to go through as a as a humanity that we are able to do it like remotely that there is something quite positive about that as well. Yeah, yeah. So on that note, actually, my final question for you guys is: you know, for the people listening, no matter what level of their career they're at or their passion, you know, what advice do you have? for anyone who just maybe didn't have a good year, maybe had a fantastic year, but they're ready to get back out there on the front line. It's 2021, it's a fresh start. What advice would you have? So I obviously work a lot in fashion and art, but in general for any photographer, I think you need to have that excitement and the excitement for art in general and for photography and just keep 
practicing it. I think that's the best advice is to just keep going because um, even I have those days when I'm like, okay, is my work uh, good or not? But I just keep doing what I enjoy, the messages I want to put out there. And a lot of, uh, you know, starting photographers asks me, like, how do you get published by magazines and, and things like that? And I think, first of all, you have to be proactive and doing a good work and keep creating and also contacting and connecting with others, with other creatives and with the publications as well. And the second thing, uh, after <laughs> after that time, just to keep, keep uh, going, you know, just to keep uh, producing keep contacting because after some time it can get uh maybe quite lonely or quite repetitive but you just have to have that excitement and just continuing that practice uh and yeah that joy you know i think the art and photography should be it should be joyful experience isn't it <laughs> yeah oh definitely i think that's such good advice you know keep going keep proactive keep creative you know connect with people um, and keep contacting people and I think the bottom line I think is just remember your passion don't forget it yeah. Feed it. Yeah. <laughs> what about you Laura yeah I would say um, for me um, to try to find the positive because there is always a positive in any situation and to focus on exploring the things that really tap into your emotions things that give you joy things that spark any kind of emotion in you Try to focus on that and see how you can explore that visually, if that's what you do, how you can make a painting, how you can write about it, write a poem. I think, um, again, one of the things that was important for me this year was how can I stay creative and nurture my creativity in a time where I felt completely uninspired and I felt like a complete block on that side of my brain. So I was really constantly trying to explore that. And I think at the end, also trying to stay humble. And just realizing that, you know, again, everything that we went through this year was a shared experience, but also find what makes you unique as an individual and try to shine a light on that. Because at the end of the day, I think that's really important as well. Find what's best for you. I wholeheartedly agree with you, you know, finding the positive, even when it doesn't feel like positive energy is coming your way. It's really important for good mental health, isn't it? To just always try and think on the positive side of the fence. Yes, yes. I think that's also something about photography and art is to uh, use it as a tool to promote your own messages or or your own vision. And I think that's Mm. what's going to make even your style unique or your art um, unique. It's, I think it just was really beautifully said, Laura. Thank you. Yeah, Thanks. yeah. <laughs> and what about you, P? What about you? Say, I highly encourage people to create for yourself, mm-hmm. not for friends, not for parents, not for social media, mm-hmm. not for the world. I think there's too many people creating for the world. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you believe in the stories you tell, only then you can convince other, other people to believe in, that, in the same stories. And I think in this in this age of social media pressure and like especially to young kids that grow up with uh, with all these media, please turn inwards and question yourself. What do you stand for? What do you believe? And find stories that match those beliefs. I think that's very very vital in finding mm-hmm. your own identity, your creative identity, and as an art as an artist to find your voice and to actually be better than other people. In fact, because that's in the end of the day. I mean, everybody everybody is a photographer these days. It's not a it's not a registered yes. profession, you know. You can pick up a camera and you can start making stories. So it, I think it's hard to to stand out, mm-hmm. uh, especially if if you if you're in the beginning of your career. So what helped me in the last few years is really this: like start creating for yourself and forget about the expectations of the world. Yeah, yeah. I think such fantastic advice from all three of you guys, and you guys know your stuff and know what you're talking about because you've been doing it for so long. So hopefully, people listening. Um, I really hope that's some useful advice that you can maybe take away and think about and apply it to your own your passions, career, depending on what kind of photography you're into. Um, and I think on that note, I think I'd better wrap this up. It's just been such an honor to talk to you guys, such a refreshing mentality. You guys are so you're oozing such positivity about the forthcoming year. It really has been so refreshing um, and really nice to talk to you guys and to just hear how passionate you are about what you do and how excited you are about the projects that you've got coming up. I wish you all the best of luck. I wish you so much joy and pleasure 
um, in achieving what you want to achieve this year. Um, so I'd like to thank you all, Joelle, Laura, Eliska, and P. You've been absolutely wonderful guests. Um, a great start to the year and the Canon Shutter Stories podcast. And it's been a pleasure speaking with you. So thank you. Thank you. It's been wonderful to listen to all these passionate thoughts and uh, <laughs> feel the emotion in their voices. So all of you guys, welcome to the program. I look forward to meeting you uh, personally. That's the best because I'm tired of these digital things. <laughs> <laughs> we must we must go out there and create. And uh, I only know P personally. He's a great guy, super talented. I've seen your work as well, Eliska, Laura. Uh, they're Truly, uh, you know, inspiring. So congratulations. Welcome on board. I'm super excited. And it's been uh, wonderful listening to your passion as well. I second everything that he just said. And as for you guys listening, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, I really do hope you've enjoyed the conversation that we've had today. It's been amazing. Before we go, here are a few more messages from Canon Ambassadors. Hi, my name is Maxim Aliaga. I am a Canon Ambassador. My photographic goal for 2021 is to keep showing the beauty of nature, but also the challenge we are facing for its conservation. Hi, my name is Evely Dice and I'm a Canon ambassador. My photographic goal for 2021 is to inspire more people with my photography, creating more work out of the box to further develop my own style of photography. With this, I can give my clients a personal touch in my professional work to keep growing as a professional photographer in 2021. Hi, my name is Jorge Ferrari and I am a Canon ambassador. For 2021, I would like to go deeper into the mirrorless system and to be able to do more personal projects. Hi, my name is Mochalar and I'm a Canon ambassador. My photographic goal for 2021 is to go back on the US roads with my van for a few months and to capture all the beautiful landscape and people I will meet along the road. I can't wait to travel again after this strange year and to reconnect with all the things that make me feel alive. Hi, my name is Jérôme Jans and I'm a Canon ambassador. My photographic goal for 2021 is to keep telling stories about how the new technologies impact our societies and um, also to share my passion about storytelling and why it's so important. Hello, this is Guya Bezana, Canon Ambassador. For 2021, my photographic goals are to set free, be creative, spend less time online, more time on sets and meet uh, new teams of people I can collaborate with, share ideas, and mostly find new creative ways to look at the world that surrounds me. If you've enjoyed this episode, you can actually rate and subscribe in the episode's listing, as well as find all our social details. And if you've got any feedback on today's episode or the podcast as a whole, why not write to us? Tell us what you think. We'd love to hear your feedback. So do drop us a line at shutterstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, it's goodbye from me and take care. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, you can rate and subscribe in the episodes listing. If you have any thoughts or feedback on today's episode or the podcast as a whole, why not reach out to us on social media? You'll find our details in the description below. We'd love to hear from you.